Hello everyone, you're listening to J Movie Talk, episode 179, as I'll be talking Wild Bill. Damn you, well plumber. I would have shot you once when you tried to bushwhack me. You hear that? The man is accusing me. Imagine that. Have you forgotten, Mr. Hickok, that I am the aggrieved party here? You must be drunk or gone crazy, Will. Now, if you got any sense left, you just head on home. No, no, you're not gonna get off that easy. You took the life from my brother, and you left me a crippled old man in a wheelchair. You, sir, will die! Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm back. Um... So before I actually get into talking about uh, this movie Wild Bill and everything, just want to say I apologize for anyone who was looking forward to me continuing on through the month of October with um, my Halloween Five, the fifth anniversary of uh, the fifth annual Halloween Five on the podcast, I should say. Um, yeah, I had to kind of cut that short because of the fact that uh, I had a little changed with my work schedule um since i got a promotion and my schedule had to change so i kind of had to put the podcast on hold for a couple of weeks and uh thankfully i am uh back i'm kind of getting situated um dealing with the new time schedule since i have to be up at freaking four o'clock in the morning now to go to work um and everything but uh but yeah, uh took a couple of weeks off and now I'm back um continuing on with the podcast. Um and those movies that I didn't get a chance to finish um for Halloween. I probably do those at a later date and everything. But uh for the month of November, I um I kind of thought about it um and everything. It's like, well, what do I want to do for November cuz I'm I'm still kind of tiptoeing around doing the godfather movies but because those movies are so freaking long um i don't know if i'll actually do a i don't know if i actually do it um anytime soon or i might just kind of space it out or something like that but um i don't know just kind of got the thing i was like november i didn't want to go to you know thanksgiving ish um because i know a lot of people do that on podcasts because i always try to keep this podcast a little different from other podcasts as far as the type of movies i do or themes that i do at certain times of the year so since the fact that i'm a huge western movie fan i decided to make it western movie month um with a fan commentary track that's going to be um spliced in between uh, this movie and the next movie because next friday is friday the 13th so i will be doing my uh fan commentary track for um part five of friday the 13th um, a new beginning so you can look forward to that um that will be releasing on next friday friday the 13th so yeah so i decided to do western movie month and i'm kicking it off with 1995's wild bill which um stars jeff bridges as the title character of wild bill hickok um ellen barkin as calamity jane john hurt as charlie prince diane lane as Susanna moore keith carradine as buffalo bill cody david arquette as jack mccall christina aguilera 
uh, Christina Aguilera, Christina Applegate. Um, she's in this. Bruce Dern, um, James Remar, he's in it. Um, I mean, there's a lot of actors that's in this freaking movie. And the synopsis for this movie is um, the early career of legendary lawman Wild Bill Hickok is telescoped and culminates in his relocation in Deadwood and reunion with Calamity Jane. And it was directed by Walter Hill. Now, Walter Hill is one of my favorite directors um, and everything because he's done a lot of really good movies and everything. Um, and I reviewed uh, a few of his movies, especially when I did his, um, I did a month that I dedicated to Walter Hill and everything. So uh, just kind of to go back through some of the movies that he's done um, as far as directing goes. I'm not even going to talk about him as a writer. I'm just talking about the movies that he directed. So the first movie he directed was an old Charles Bronson movie called Hard Times, which I have not seen uh, yet um, and everything. And then he followed that up with The Driver with Ron O'Neill, which I actually own and I watched it um, here fairly recently. It was it was good um, and everything. And then 1979, he does The Warriors, which, I mean, of course, become a cult classic and everything. Um, in 1981, he does the kind of horror-ish movie of uh, Southern Comfort, um, which I watched that um, on Amazon Prime, and I was thoroughly entertained with that movie. Uh, I might end up reviewing that at some point on the podcast. Um, in 1982, of course, he does 48 Hours with Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. And then a couple of years after that, he does Streets of Fire, um, which, even though that movie is somewhat of a mess, but it's an enjoyable mess. I kind of put it on the same level as um, Big Trouble in Little China and everything. That Even though it didn't work at the time, but it's a movie that I've grown to love and enjoy. Um, he follows that with a comedy uh, with Richard Pryor called Brewster's Millions. And then in 86, he does Crossroads um, with Ralph Macchio, which is a really good movie too. Um, 1987, which is the movie I reviewed previously on the podcast, Extreme Prejudice, which is a great action movie in my opinion. Um, and then in 88, he does Red Heat. And then he gets into the 90s where he does another 48 hours, which is basically a, a revamp of the original, but also at the same time, it's a sequel, which I, I don't understand why that was done. But, uh, in 1992, he does Trespass with, um, uh, the two ice ice tea and ice cube bill paxton um and everything and then of course he does this in 95 then a year later in 96 he does last man standing with bruce willis um 2000 he does supernova the kind of sci-fi movie and then 2002 he does undisputed which in some form of fashion it is kind of similar is to the uh, hard times movie um in a way and then after that, he does direct the episode of Deadwood, which ironically enough, Wild Bill Hickok goes to Deadwood. Um, then he kind of makes a return in 2012 with Bullet to the Head with um, Sylvester Stallone. And then 2016, he does this kind of weird action movie, which I haven't seen, but I know it got a lot of controversy behind it because of the fact that Michelle Rodriguez is the star character, but she's playing a man, uh, basically, uh, in a movie called The Assignment. And everything, and that was the last movie that he directed. But like I say, Walter Hill is one of those filmmakers that he re he made a lot of really good 
you know, movies throughout his career. And you can kind of still see his influence in some degrees um, with certain stuff when it comes to how certain people frame and film certain shots in movies. So getting into talking about this movie. Now, I'm not going to actually go through it from beginning to end. I'm just going to kind of pick out like certain things I want to talk about from the movie because the movie itself does kind of go a little bit all over the place, um, especially in the beginning. It's not really until we get to Deadwood that it, it doesn't do a whole bunch of jumping around like in the beginning does. So uh, the movie opens with um, Wild Bill and a friend of his, they're riding in their they come along past this uh, Indian who is basically doing like a ritual or whatnot. And he's like in a dying mode. And his friend tells him like, yeah, you don't want to be messing around with this Indian, you know, that's in a, in a dying type of mood. Cause it's, it's going to be bad karma for you. But while Bill being the man that he is, he picks a fight with this Indian and they get into a standoff and he kills the Indian. And when he kills this Indian, it basically sets his fate in a way, at least is how it's portrayed in the movie. Because one thing about this movie is that I kind of get the feeling that they took some liberties with certain stuff when it comes to the actual man Wild Bill and history wise, as far as what really went on with him with a lot of stuff. And I think that's why there's a, quite a bit of jumping around um, in regards to that. So me being the person i am as far as like in history and like in you know like real life western characters like a wild bill hillcock like a jesse james like a doc holiday and wide Earp and that whole thing um with them and everything just from what i know of wild bill and what the movie portrays it's like okay well which is the true thing because especially when it comes to wild bill there seems to be like different versions and variations of how he was as a person and what he did i mean yes he was a lawman yes he did have bad eyes uh later in his life and yes he did go to deadwood and yes he was killed but i think a lot of other stuff is kind of up in the air when it comes to like things with him and i guess that's why the movie because does this whole jumping around thing so not only was wild bill a lawman he also was a actor uh, for, for a little bit because he was friends with Buffalo Bill Cody, played by Keith Carradine. Um, and he actually was a part of his show and he does some very bad acting, which they portray in the movie. And it's funny. It's always funny seeing like a someone who's really good at something. And and in the movie that they, they are, they have to pretend like they're very bad at it. And what I mean by that is seeing Jeff Bridges pretend, you know, playing like he doesn't know how to act or like having trouble hitting his mark and stuff like that. It's funny to watch because Jeff Bridges is a really good actor um, and everything. So we we kind of get a glimpse into that and how he basically, you know, he was a part of Buffalo Bill Cody's um traveling show for a time. And they were really good friends. And it's funny, too, because Keith Car Carradine actually plays wild bill in deadwood so i always thought that was kind of interesting that he would go on to play the character of wild bill himself so um one thing i do want to talk about as far as like the acting um do want to talk about ellen barkin as calamity jane now 
when it comes to her, she's always referenced to of being mostly with Wild Bill, but she has her own, you know, enriched history. And it would be kind of cool if at some point they actually do like a movie or something that focus strictly on her because whenever people talk about her, it's just strictly in relation to Wild Bill. And she's always like a side kick to him. But Ellen Barker, she does a good job in this movie um, and everything there. She I don't think she does as good of a job as um, I forget the woman's name that played her on Deadwood that she did. But but then again, it's it's two different portrayals of the, of the same character. But what Ellen Barkin is given here and how she she does care about Wild Bill, because that's one of the things, too, that. It, with all the portrayals of Calamity Dame, Jane, that she does care a lot about Wild Bill. Now, whether or not she was, she had feelings for the man or not, I mean, that kind of is, a, that's for an interpretation. And like I say, each portrayal and depiction of whether movie or TV series is done a little different. But you do get the sense that there was a closeness with between the two of them. And the way Barkin plays it, I think, is very good here um just kind of wish she would have got a little bit more screen time i mean she she gets a lot more screen time once we get to deadwood and they get their reunion of sorts and everything and they spend a lot of time together in the freaking uh saloon and everything but uh but yeah i I thought she did a good job in this movie um and then there's the flip side to her where uh john hurt who plays charlie prince who is basically wild bill's traveling companion and, and best friend to some degree and in some ways is narrating the whole story and he is with him through all of the bad times that he goes through especially him dealing with losing his sight because you know he gets to a certain point and he realizes that you know his sight isn't what it once was and it's deteriorating and if he would have continued to live he would have become a blind man um basically and just the way that Charlie is just there for him and with him throughout everything. And it's looked at as like a confidant in a lot of ways. And I would say that Charlie was like the ultimate friend um, and everything. And the way John Hurt plays, of course, I mean, he's one of the greatest actors to ever live, in my opinion. And just how he kind of conveys that, you know, emotion and, and sympathy. He, he does a lot of that kind of heavy lifting in that regard because, one thing about wild bill himself he doesn't show too much emotion uh throughout the movie and everything but i guess that's what calamity jane and charlie their roles was to kind of carry more of the emotional beats that bill doesn't really give off so much he but he says a lot with his eyes though um one thing i noticed like watching the movie so it's so already talk about you know wild bill he's dealing with his eyesight going bad and and even though his eyesight is going bad, he's still pretty damn good shooting and everything like that. Because all you got to do is just shoot straight, basically, and, and you're good. Um, I mean, one particular scene that stands out for me in the movie is where freaking Bruce Dern shows up as this wheelchair-bound man. He wants to get into it with Wild Bill. So, in a funny way, Bill decides to have himself strapped into a chair and they sit him out in the you know, in the street and everything, and these two have a duel in the middle of the street, and and Wild Bill ends up killing the old man and everything. But it's like that, that's just comical in a way. The fact that he, even though his eyesight was going pretty bad, but he still, you know, allowed that to happen. And like I say, it's one of the standout scenes for me in the movie, um, or whatnot. So, 
Um, eventually, Bill, you know, he, him and Charlie, they end up in Deadwood. They meet up with Calamity Jane, and he's just kind of, he's kind of relegated himself to like, okay, this is where I'm going to spend out the rest of my days. If I'm going to go blind and, you know, become this blind old man, I might as well come to this new town, Deadwood, and just kind of live up my days here and just, and just be and everything. And he was just trying to, you know, just kind of go on the radar, of course, but I mean, he's wild. Bill. He was a celebrity, so people knew who he was. So and everything. But while he's there is where good old Jack McCall comes into play, played by David Arquette, who has a thing out for him because I remember when I watched this when I was a kid and everything. And I used to think that is Jack McCall supposed to be Wild Bill's son because of the fact that the reason why Jack McCall has such a thing against um, Bill is because of the fact that Bill had a relationship with his mother, played by Diane Lane. And we kind of only see her really in flashback because she's dead, um, for you know, as the regular timeline of the movie she's dead so every scene with her for the most part is in flashback and everything but i used to get the sense like is he supposed to be his dad but then you realize like no he's not his dad but it's this resentment that jack mccall just has towards him for whatever reason and i do feel like they spend a little bit too much time with jack i mean i get it i understand why you're kind of building him up um and everything it's kind of similar to like what he did with the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford where you got to spend enough time with the killer to to kind of understand the way he thinks and what led to him eventually you know killing you know wild bill or robert ford killing jesse james like you needed that kind of build up but with this movie being as short as it is i think they spent a little bit too much time because i mean i I really didn't care so much for the whole storyline or side storyline that he had that Jack McCall had with uh, Christina Applegate's character um, or whatnot. Yeah, it was fine seeing her in the movie, but at the same time, I felt like some of that stuff could have been cut out because he goes to her and just is kind of like whining, complaining about Bill and this, that and the other. And it's like, you know, it's like, is this really necessary <laughs> or anything like that? Oh, uh, I mean, they could have, I think they could have went a different route, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, so Jack, he comes up with this plan to, cause he comes up with the idea like, yeah, I want to kill Wild Bill Hickok and everything. And he's like, well, I can't, he probably thinks to himself, well, I can't do it alone. Cause I mean, he is Wild Bill, but maybe if I get some hired guns to come in and help me here, then it'll be a lot easier. So he links up with uh, James Remar or Ajax from um, the Warriors or um, or from um, 48 Hours because it's funny. James Remar has a good working relationship with Walter Hill who shows up in quite a few of his movies, you know, as uh, as Gantz in, in 48 Hours and, and he's also in the Warriors as Ajax and everything. So he shows up and it's funny because he's like this Irishman or whatnot with this big mustache and this bowler hat, which is kind of funny too, because when looking at him in this movie and then looking at him again in, um, Django and chain, it's like, it's almost like Quentin Tarantino made him look exactly the same as how he looked in this movie on purpose 
or whatnot. But James Remar here, just like in Django, he was not for the games. He was not here for the bullshit, really. And, and you know, at first he kind of didn't want to get involved in everything in regards to Wild Bill, but because Jack kept pushing him on, pushing him on. So him and his, his gang, you know, they decide to, you know, yeah, they going to go along with it. So while they're so while Bill and everyone is at the bar and everything, what a saloon, I should say, you know, they come bursting in there and they basically hold everybody hostage in a way. So it's it's Wild Bill, it's Calamity Jane, it's Charlie, and it's the other old man. I can't remember what his name was, but it's the other old man too. So they're there in this saloon and they basically holding these people hostage and and they're basically like, okay, go ahead, kill him and everything, and. It's funny because Jack has trouble, you know, get doing the job because it's kind of brought up like you. Do you realize what will happen to the man who kills Wild Bill Hickok? Like, like you do realize it. like you kill him, you basically a dead man yourself. So it's like he toying around with the fact like if I, I want to kill him, but if I if I do kill him, what's going to happen? And. James Remar just has this bitter look on his face, like, come on, kid, hurry up, you know, type of thing, you know, or whatnot, like, let's do it all, he's like, oh, I'd do it myself, or type of thing, and, but he decides against it, because they tell him to, like, yeah, okay, go ahead, yeah, you kill him, and you will be, you know, wanted and hunted down and killed yourself, and everything, so, we kind of get this whole thing of them kind of going through, you know, it's just like a stand standoff, basically. It's a hostage situation, but it's also a standoff. Like, okay, will he, will he not? And Jack can't do it for whatever reason. And Calamity Jane, she's having, she's kind of going through a mental breakdown in regards to to Bill and everything because she does, she does love him and she just pissed off at the fact that he has kind of relegated himself to just being a drunken gambler when coming to uh, Deadwood and everything. So after some time or whatnot, Jack, he decides like, yeah, the hell with that. I can't do it and everything. So Remar and his group, they, they get pissed and like, fine, we're out of here then. So, you know, they rush out of the, the um saloon and everything and take off. So while they're running out of there or whatnot, Jane, she goes upstairs. She gets Wild Bill's guns and he gets his jacket, puts his jacket on. And he looks at, he gives himself a once over in the mirror and Charlie asks him, like, how's the eyes, Bill? And he's like, eh, it comes and goes, you know, and stuff like that. So he puts his guns on. And one of my favorite shots of the movie is where Wild Bill, he goes out of the saloon. And he walks down the middle of the road, well, the street and everything, the muddy street and everything and there's no one on the street and just he's taking this walk and like i said just it's a cool shot really because it's just him by himself and everything so he ends up getting to the stable where where the gang is and he comes in he kills all of them except for jack and he takes jack back to the to the um to the saloon sits him down at the bar and he you know they're playing and everything and one of the things about wild bill is that whenever he was in a bar he never sat with his back to the door um and everything but this one time he he decides to move around and sits in you know in a different spot and while they're kind of laughing and joking and playing cards and everything 
And of course, he has the, you know, as what's known as the dead man hand, the aces and eight hand. That's what those are the cards that was in his hand. Jack, who's sitting at the bar, is like he finally gets the courage and he walks over. He says, I'm sending you home, Wild Bill. And and he shoots him. And, and just that that raw emotional scream that Ellen Barkin lets out and everything from that is it. it you you do feel it and i think that's one reason why they kind of draw it out because it's like okay we're we're building it up building it up so when it actually happens it carries a lot of weight and she has to carry that in a way because they they don't show him that it just the camera goes straight to her and she just lets out this you know yell and everything this sorrow and everything and then it it, the movie pretty much um shows us that yeah jack was caught and then he was eventually home for killing wild bill hickox and and everything like that um so i mean that's pretty much like the movie and everything um i will say that as far as jeff bridges performance in this movie um i think he does a really good job i think it's kind of underrated to some degree um as far as portrayals of wild bill i think keith carradine what he does on the show deadwood as wild bill is good but we only get a small dose of that because spoiler alert he's only in the first four episodes of the series of deadwood um and everything because it's not about his story um whatnot but i think that the way bridges plays it he 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 doesn't do a lot of talking but it's just the way he carries himself and when he has to when he gets in trouble how he gets out of that trouble because it shows like yeah well it was a brawler you know he didn't have a problem getting into fights and this that and the other and everything the man knew how to take care of himself but like i say he was a a legend and you know and everything like that and jeff bridges just brings you know he his his performance I, I, does carry weight i will say that so i did enjoy his performance here um and everything um if i had to give the movie a rating i'd probably give it a solid two and a half out of five and that's only because like i say with the movie kind of being choppy in the beginning they do they kind of rush through a lot of his um like early career and everything they just give you glimpses of it and then the bulk of the movie once we get to deadwood is where the where like everything just kind of settles in but it kind of takes a slow road to the end in a way so that's the only reason why i would give it that but otherwise i mean it's an enjoyable movie um i think all the actors do do a great job it has a very stacked cast really good cast um in my opinion and everything like that um so yeah that's pretty much it uh for this episode of wild bill um of course i'll be back with uh episode 180 as i'll be doing um the fan commentary track for friday 13th but also too for episode 181 which will be the young guns episode um i will have a guest with me to do young guns and young guns too i won't say exactly who it is but they have been a guest on the show before so i look forward to talking about young guns and everything um because it's been a while since i've watched either one of those movies so just going back and revisiting for the podcast should be fun of course you can check me out on twitter at jmovietalk um also on instagram at jmt podcast and you can find all of the episodes a part of the tv zone podcast network um the whole site of course is anchor all you have to do is just go there type in tv zone podcast network and all the episodes appear with all the other podcasts that are part of the network um so once again i thank you guys for listening to this episode and i will check you guys next time peace